Okay. Okay, so um, I was saying that we have to read 24, 25. We're not going to read because of time, but I'll just talk about it. Then we'll now start off with 26 so that at least we have some form of understanding. So if you go to 24, eh? um, if you go to 24, 24 is talking about, if you see the topic itself, it's talking about an impending judgment on the earth. So it's talking about, um, Isaiah was writing about God's promised judgment that is coming to the earth. Now this can be um, maybe at that particular time, but ultimately it's talking about God's judgment on the earth. Like at the end, the day of the Lord. Do we get, we get, we understand that, right? Yes. Yes. So it was just, he's just talking about how, you know, God is going to do this and do that. Basically, he's going to bring judgment on the earth because of, you know, the, 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 the pollution of the earth, the sins of people, how people, you know, how sin entered and how, of course, it has grown, how, you know, the earth is now polluted. Um, like some verses in 24, let me see if I can, so that we we'll just have an understanding. Like if you open to 24, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll use the, like I said, I won't read everything, but I'll pick some few verses. Those few verses will give you an understanding. Uh, verse, Isaiah 24, verse four, I'm using the Amplified trans, Translation. It says the earth, okay, the earth will be completely laid waste and utterly pillaged. For the Lord has spoken this word. So this is based on what God has spoken. He's bringing judgment. The earth dries up and crumbles away. The world dries out and crumbles away. The exalted of the people of the earth fade away. The earth, is, the earth also is polluted by its inhabitants because they have transgressed, the, transgressed laws violated statutes and broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore, a curse devours the earth and those who live on it suffer the punishment of their guilt. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned under the curse of God's wrath and few are left. So, uh, if you go back to the beginning, how sin entered the world, was through Adam's disobedience, isn't it? Yes. So when you read it, when you go back to read it, you see that because of that move that Adam made, um, when God was now judging, uh, first of all, he judged the serpent, you know, then he moved to the woman, you know. Then when he now came to the man, because, you know, it's the man that he gave the mandate to. Is the man that he gave the instruction to. Because he gave the instruction to Adam before he had created Eve, right? So he was the one that, he was the one that, it was when he disobeyed, it was when he, he, he made the wrong move. When Eve made the wrong move, 
you see that it is said that nothing happened, right? But when he who was giving the instruction made the wrong move, that's when everything changed. Because when God was speaking to him, he said, you know, uh, because you had, because you have listened to your wife and you went to eat of the food for which I told you not to eat, basically because you disobeyed me. Now look, the earth is cursed. The earth is cursed. So it was because of that move that the curse came into the earth. The curse, which is sin, came into the earth. So it's because of this statement that was made here. That's why I'm going back there, right? Yes. Sir. So just um, so therefore, a curse. Then it, it it begins to going on in Isaiah 24. It begins to talk about different things that will happen that time. You know, it says the noise of those who rejoice will end. The the merry-hearted, you know, all the merry-hearted sigh and groan. That is the 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 um those who rejoiced on that day, they will mourn so many things. Um, all jubilation is darkened. The joy of the earth is banished. Um, 13 now says, for so it will be in the midst of the earth among the peoples as the shaking of an olive tree and the gleanings when the grape harvest is over and only a little of the fruit remains. So what is basically saying here is, you know how if you cut a branch from a tree that is filled with fruit, right? If you shake it, some of the fruit, some of the fruit will fall, right? Almost, yeah, if not everything, but almost everything. And if maybe, if, maybe yeah. just a little will be left. That's saying, it's just using that to describe, that's how it will be, that there will be a shaking in the air and only few will remain. When it says only few remain, that is only few will be secure, if that makes sense. It will make more sense as we go further, what I mean by that. 14, when it says, um, okay, and only a little of the fruit remains, they who have escaped and remain shall raise their voices. They shall shout for joy. So here is talking about the will not be affected by these times. Do you understand that? So those who have put their trust in God, again, I'll explain more as we go further. 15 says, therefore, honor and glorify the Lord in the east. Okay, begins to still say the things that will happen. The earth is broken completely apart. Uh, then, he's basically saying here, the whole earth will be in disarray, right? Confusion. For example, we remember how, do you remember how COVID was? How yeah, COVID yeah. came? Mm-hmm. You see, I just came. The world had never seen an event like that before. Isn't it? 
and this this world, this this generation, the people that are alive now. We had never seen a time like that. Yes, yes, yes. Lee, I think your right. line is breaking. It's hard for me to hear you. It's really breaking. Yeah. Um, it's really, really bad. <laughs> Leo, we cannot we cannot hear you. We cannot hear you. Okay. You'll be back. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, Leo, we can hear you now. We can hear you. We can hear you. Oh my, is is it that Zoom on my on my network? But it's clear now. Yeah, it's a little better now. Okay, so please, anytime it goes up, please let me know immediately. Alright. Okay. So, so I was just like using the time of COVID, right? To explain what I'm saying. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, we had never seen a time like that. And mm -hmm. if you see the way it just happened, right? And yeah. where it, it, it threw people, people were, you know, some people were even saying, people, some people were saying, ah, it's like, it's the end of the world. <laughs> end yeah. of the world is coming, right? Mm -hmm. So you notice that there was fear, and in just in, in the grand scheme of things, it was just a glimpse of, okay, maybe the Lord judging the earth, right? Um, yeah. But you see that the inhabitants of the earth were, it's happening again, okay. Still happening. It's okay. Is it still happening? It's it's about it's about to happen. Just feel like it's going to happen. Okay, well now I'm trying to move positions to see if it's Is it better? Not really, though. Not really, but we can still hear you. How is, how is, it, is, it, is it breaking? Yeah. It's, is it freezing or is it breaking? Or what, what's it? It's breaking. 
Can every other person hear me? Is it... it sounds better now. Okay, it's better. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it beats, yeah. Let's, let's continue, shall we? Later. Okay. There was the line. This internet is just... It's like... Okay. So... Um, I was saying that at that time, the inhabitants of the earth, right? A lot of people around the world that basically most people in the earth were thrown off or taken by surprise by that event, right? So there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of anxiety, there was a lot of confusion, isn't it? Yeah. There was a lot of confusion. So um, people didn't know what was happening. A lot of people were like, you know, some people, people commit suicide because, you know, they lost their mind, all of these things. But there were people who that even though they, they were in the world, in the earth, right? That whole thing did not affect them. Not affect them. Hello? Can you hear me? It's happening again. Leaving and coming back or or try changing internet. Maybe so for your other line or something. Yeah, it's really, really bad. You can hear us. Okay. I'm coming. Let me leave. I'll come back. Huh? Oh. Let me try okay. leaving. Right here. Just hold on. Okay. Hey, guys, hear me? I think it's better now. Yeah, I think it's better now. It's better? Yeah, I think it's it's better now, sure. Okay. What what about others? Can can you can you guys hear me? Yes, boss. All right, sir. Oh, wonderful. So, um, sorry, I think I had to update. So, so I think Zoom is just um, has 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 begun to misbehave. But okay, let me continue. Um. So I was talking about um. 
how um, I was using COVID, the period of COVID, right, to explain, you know, um, some, because I said for those who, you know, were not here, I said, you know, the scripture that I posted for one to really understand what's going on. Uh, because of the way it just started, you will need to read chapter 24 and chapter 25 of Isaiah. So to give you like an understanding. So I was just trying to give us a background of 24 into 25, and then we'll, we'll now dig into what 26 is saying. So we have the same, you know, um, understanding. So I was saying that 24 is basically just so to summarize, it was talking about God's impending judgment on the earth. You know. Um, Isaiah writing about what will happen, you know, that the Lord has spoken his word. He's going to bring judgment at the earth. The earth has been defiled because of the inhabitants, because they have transgressed the laws. Yeah. Okay, he's gone. Okay, he's back. Yeah, hello. Guys, I'm so sorry for this one. I don't even know why this is uh, happening today. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's very unstable. Uh, the devil is a liar, always. So yeah. I will not be distracted. But can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So I'm not sure where I stopped um, or where it stopped. You were talking about COVID. Yeah, no, I was talking to, I was trying to explain. Okay, I'll just pick up from somewhere. So, like I said, 24 talking about the judgments that's going to happen. I was talking about, you know, when Jesus was talking about the times that will happen, the times, the different times that will happen in that period leading up until the day of the Lord. Right? Leading up until the time when they say it's the day of the Lord. So please, as I'm speaking, like I said, if it starts, if you can't hear me, just let me know immediately. All right? Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. All right. So, um, 
So I was saying, Jesus, if you read, I think in Matthew 24, Jesus talks about different times, you know, where he says uh, 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 that there's a period he calls a time of great sorrow upon the earth. You know, it says there'll be times of wars, rumors of wars. Then he was talking to his disciples. When you hear this, he says, do not be afraid. But the end has not yet come. So he was just giving you, he's trying to tell his disciples a series of events that would happen leading up unto the end. So that's how East 24 is, talking about the things that will happen. And I, I picked, before the whole Zoom thing started happening, I was picking... I was speaking, um, I picked some verses in 24 just to give us some form of understanding. Um, let, me, let me read verse 13 again of chapter 24. I'm using the Amplified Translation. It says, so, for so it will be in the midst of the earth among the peoples as the shaking. Again, he's talking about the things that will happen says there will be an outcry in the streets concerning every house is shut up so that no one may enter. Does that remind you of something? Does that remind you of COVID? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just trying to tell you, basically, the whole earth will be in disarray. So many things will happen, you know system to you know for you know at that time it says here that the noise of those who rejoice will end that's what also happened you know people who were you know doing party party every hundred all those things ended because they said everybody should stay at home you know no movement there's some kind of pestilence or disease so there was fear, basically, in the air. There was uh, anxiety, systems failing, things failing. So, still on in verse thirteen, like I was explaining, it says, "For it shall for for so it will be in the midst of the earth among the peoples, as the shaking of an olive tree, as the gleaning, as the gleanings when the grape harvest is over and only a little." of the fruit remains. Like I was explaining earlier that when you cut a branch from a tree and maybe a branch that is full of fruit and you shake it, shake it, fruits will fall. You know, probably there will just be some fruit left, maybe one or two left in that branch, but the rest will fall. And that's how it's describing how that time will be that those, almost everything will fail, you know, but there will be that little remnant that will remain and when he says remain he's talking about those who will not be shaken or those who will not be moved in those times that's why in this same chapter 24 verse 14 now says they that is this remnant who have escaped and remain raise their voices they shout for joy they rejoice from this, from the city of the Lord, there will be some. Even when the whole world is, you know, crying and say, "What's going on?" and you know, there will be this set of people that will be praising God. That will be praising God again. I'll explain why. 
these ones, basically these ones who have put their trust in the Lord. And I, that's why I went to the period of COVID, that in COVID period, most people were caught off guard. Most people were, were in, a, in a place of confusion. But there were these ones who were not shaken by it. Not because they left the earth, right? They were still in the earth. But before that happened, they had made the Lord, their confidence, everything um, that they are was in the Lord before that period happened. So they were not shaken by it when it happened because they were, they were how do I put it? They were positioned in a place that cannot be shaken. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. So, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'll testify I was one of the COVID period was, in fact, was one of the best periods for me. I will not lie in the sense that um, there was so much, for me personally, there was so much growth, you know, um, that period. So even the normal church institution system that we built was affected. So it, 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 it boiled down to your personal walk with God. So even though I was, I, I was, of course, I was not aware that that time, I wasn't aware that such a thing was going to happen. But because prior to that time, um, God had already been dealing with me, right? And I, which before every other person came on the call, I was explaining to one of us here that, you know, how after I gave my life to Christ, um, I began to just study the word and just spend time and spend time, basically to the point where the Lord became my comfort. So the Lord became my comfort in the time where nothing looked like, you know, it didn't look like there was a shaking. So that kind of prepared me for, so even before that time came, my trust, my everything had already been in the Lord. So when that time of shaking came, where everything will, be, will, will, will shake, the only thing that will remain are the things that are in God or the people that are in God. So when that time came, even though there was fear everywhere, it did not affect me because my trust was in God. I was, you know, one I had, one had, God had helped one to develop a, 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 a deep relationship. So, there's, I was explaining to us, I don't know if it's last week, I think it was last week, I remember that there's a, there's, 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 there's a realm of perfect peace in God, which we'll talk about in the scripture I, I shared that we're talking about today, Isaiah 26, realm of perfect peace. There's a realm of perfect joy. There's a realm of you know, pure joy that cannot be shaken by anything. All of this is found in God. It doesn't matter what is happening around you. But when things are not rooted there, shakings around us can shake, you know, can move you, can cause you to, 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 
be left in a state of confusion or fear or intense, you know, fear or worry or anxiety, which that's what a lot of people, um, how a lot of people were in that time of COVID. So that's what this thing is saying. This 24 is just basically talking about the judgment of the Lord and how the earth would be in that time. Then 25, chapter 25 now talks about, because like I said, when these things are happening, there will be those other people, there will be the side of people, which will be majority of the people of the earth, who will be mourning, who will be, you know, be afraid, things will be happening, some people will commit suicide, some people, things just happen. It's part of God's judgment on the earth. But there will be this department, this you know, group of people who have put their trust in the Lord. They are rooted in Zion. They are rooted in Zion, which is the holy mountain of God. So they are rooted in God. As that scripture says, that they that trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion that cannot be moved, that abides forever. These ones who be singing praises because to them it's like the coming of the Lord is near. The coming of the one that we have been waiting for, his coming is near. So we cannot wait. So for them it to be a time of rejoicing, not because they are rejoicing of that bad things are happening. No, because they are rejoicing that this is a sign that the Lord is near. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So that's what 20, 25 is about. If you see the, the title is titled Songs of Praise, this is Songs of Praise for God's favor on these ones that even at a time like this, God is, has kept them, you know. Um, so you see things. So the psalmist, um, the, the writer begins saying, Oh Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise you and give thanks to your name for you have done miraculous things plans formed long ago so this thing that you you you've spoken about this thing and you are bringing it to pass so remember the judgment is according to the word that god has spoken it's just like again in the time of uh noah right god has spoken to noah that he's going to this is what he's going to do to the earth i'm sure noah went around telling people but when he was doing that People thought he was a fool. People thought, you know, he didn't, this guy, rain, we have not seen rain. How can you say rain is going to destroy the earth? And then he began building the ark, which took him a while. So it never looked like such a thing was going to happen. The same way, even now, when you tell people that, okay, one day the Lord will come, people don't believe you. Uh, the ones, some who have believed, were like, this thing has, we've been hearing this thing since we were small. You know, when is, is, he, is he ever even going to happen again? Jesus describes it like just as it was so in the time of Noah, where they were eating and drinking, people were marrying and giving and giving into marriage. And then suddenly the rain started and Noah entered the ark. So he says, so shall it be even in this time. So, um, 25, like I said, is songs of praise of these other people 
people are rejoicing, praising God for keeping to his word that he had spoken. You know, talks about how, you know, uh, because so anytime that God wants to judge, wants to bring judgment or move in, move in a way where he's bringing judgment, it's like a two. It's like two sides of a coin. At the other side, he's also bringing. He's also bringing salvation. Just depends on which one, which which side of the coin that one falls into. I don't know if that makes sense. So, as God is bringing judgment to the earth, His judgment is also salvation for His people. Do we? Do we? Do you understand? Yeah. Like in the time of Egypt, right? As an Egyptian, right? That move, you see, okay, yes, I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. So I want to use that to explain what I'm further what I'm saying. As an Egyptian, maybe as, a, as an Egyptian at that time, that move of God coming to save Israel was a time, would be a time of terror, was a time of terror, was a time of of it's not a time an Egyptian want to remember, isn't it? Because for them was judgment, right? Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. It was it was a time of judgment. Mm-hmm. But for the Israelites, it's a time that they will ever they will always remember because. It was, it was it marked the beginning of their salvation, right? It was a time of mm-hmm. salvation. So two mm-hmm. sets of people, the same uh, two sets of people, but depending on where, which side one is, right? So that's why I said God's judgment on the earth is, is also a rescue mission or a, or a salvation mm-hmm. mission for his people, right? So I wanted to explain that. I hope it's not breaking again. I want to be sure. So I oh, always no, be you're, checking. You're not breaking. I can hear you okay. quite well. So, yeah. so 25, like I'm saying, we'll soon go into 26. By the time we have this understanding, it will be easy for us to just flow with 26. So 25, like I said, songs of praise from God's people. So the, 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 the writer goes on saying in verse 3, therefore a strong people will honor you, you know, because of, because of the things, your mighty works, even the nation that the strong nations, they will honor you, the terrible nations, they will fear you. So the nations will fear you. Again, using COVID as a, as a, as a case study, that time when things were happening, governments of nations where they did not understand even people who were, you know, who don't ever regard God, they started, I'm sure in their, in, in their closet, they started to pray. Oh God, the Lord have mercy. You understand? For some people, if he brought fear upon the nations, basically. So this is what they're singing about. So the cities of the terrible and the violent nations will fear you. But you have been a stronghold for the helpless, a stronghold for the poor in his distress, a shelter from the storm and a shield, shade from the heat. He goes on singing all the songs, you know. Um, then he says certain things that will happen 
in that time, in this song of praise, in that time of the Lord's judgment slash salvation of his judgment of the earth slash salvation of his people, you know, in verse from in chapter 25, verse trying to move really fast, verse uh, six, he says, on this mountain, which is on the mountain of Zion, which is the mountain of the Lord, the Lord of hosts will prepare a lavish banquet, again, talking about that day of the Lord, you know, um, when he comes and saves his people who have been waiting for him, he shall prepare a lavish banquet for all peoples to welcome his reign on earth a banquet of aged wine, choice pieces flavored with marrow of refined and aged wines. And on this mountain, he will destroy the covering that is cast over all people. So the, there's, a, there's a blindness that Satan has put to cover the, the inhabitants of the earth, to cover them from the light of God. As our scripture says, the whole world falls prostrate to Satan. They are blinded. If anybody does not see the gospel, it's because Satan has blinded their eyes. So he says on that day, he will destroy that covering. So he will, he will bring things into, he will bring things into the originals, they how they're supposed to be. He will restore good. He will, he will, that's the day he will bring judgment. All the cries of, you know, Lord, where are you? The world is, that's the this, that's the time that he will bring judgment. So he will destroy that covering that is cast over all people. And he says, and the veil of death that is woven and spread over the nations, he will swallow up death forever, for all times. And the Lord will wipe away every tears. Wipe away the tears from all faces. He will take away the disgrace of his people from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken it will be it will be said in that day indeed this is our god now this is them still singing is a song it's a song of praise it says it will be said in that day indeed this is our god whom we have waited for he would save us this is the lord for whom we have waited let us shout for joy and rejoice in salvation for them so 24 25 now 26 again is now is 26 is actually a song it's a song of salvation. The previous one was a song of praise of what God, but this now is a song of salvation. I don't know if I'm making sense. I don't know if it makes sense to us. Yeah, it's making sense. We're now talking about Isaiah 26, right? We discussed yes, 24. Now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I just wanted to give us that background so that when we now read it again, because you, you see how it starts. It just starts off now. I'm using KGB. It just starts of saying, in that day, this song will be sung. So we now understand the day that he's talking about, right? In the day that the Lord will judge the earth, right? And he will bring salvation to his people. That's the day he's talking about. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. Judah means praise. The land of praise. So... Okay, let me leave that. I wanted to explain something, but it will take so much time. Let me leave that for now. So this is the song that the song says, we have a strong city. God will appoint salvation for walls and bulwarks. Bulwarks means defensive walls. 
I don't have time. I'm showing us a picture of what a defensive wall looks like, but bulwarks basically means defensive walls. So it says on that day, this is something that was saying that this we have a strong city. We are dwelling in a strong city. What is that city? It is the heavenly Jerusalem. Zion. So for those who will not be affected in those times, it's because they have positioned themselves in Zion, though they are on earth, right? But they are positioned in Zion. They are trust. Does that make sense? They've put their trust in the Lord. I hope I'm making sense. So. Yeah, you're making sense. I'm understanding. Okay. Um, so it says we have a strong city. God will appoint salvation for walls and defensive walls. So he now describes salvation as a defensive wall. Just like now, the way to enter that city is through the salvation of God, who is what? Who is Christ Jesus? Right? He says, open the gates that the righteous nation, which keeps the truth, may come in. You ask yourself, which gates? Let me pause here. Which, what gate do we think they're talking about? This for those who read it. Do we know? Anyone? Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, when you hear me before, I was just like, I think before you left and came back. Were you hearing me before? Can you hear me? This, this is not good. Wait, I can hear you now. You you were, I think you were um, reading uh, 26 and then I think you asked a question and then I didn't hear anything after that. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay. I was reading 26. Like I said, please, if if... Once you can't hear me, please just let me know so that I don't uh, I don't move ahead without anyone hearing me. All right. Uh, should I go on? Yeah, you should go on, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so I was explaining 26, but then I paused. I said, verse 2 says, open the gates that the righteous nation which keeps the truth may come in. So I was asking, trying to find out, does, any know, okay, does anyone know what gate is talking about? 
or have an idea. Do you have an idea? Can anyone hear me? I'm not getting any response from anyone. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you, but I just got in back again after. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me just go on. So it says, open the gates that the righteous nation. Yes? Did someone say something? No, I didn't hear anybody say anything. Okay. All right. It says, open the gates. So I'm explaining 26 now. I started by saying that in that day, it says in that day, because I explained 24, 25, just to help us to understand when it says in that day, it's talking about the day of the Lord. In that day, this is the song that shall be sung in the land of Judah. It says we have a, we have a strong city, which is heavenly Jerusalem, Zion. And it says God will appoint salvation for wars and bulwarks. And I said bulwarks means defensive walls. So he's describing salvation into that, into that place, that city where God is, where God reigns. He's describing salvation as a, as a wall, as a defensive wall, right? And that says, open the gates. Verse 2 says, open the gates that the righteous nation which keeps the truth may enter in. And I was asking which gate. And if you, this now takes me to... The book of Psalms is talking about the gates of righteousness, but let me go to the book of Psalms, Psalm 118, Psalm 118, verse 26, is it 26? Let me see. Um, no, Psalm 118 from verse 19. 19 to 21. It says, open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go through them and I will, will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter. Do you see that? So this is the gate through which the righteous shall enter. That one says, open the gates so that the righteous nation which keeps the truth shall enter. So it's talking about the gates of righteousness. And again, he describes righteousness as a gate. And we know that the righteousness which we are operating now in God is the righteousness by faith. Does that make sense? So he's saying, open the Hello. I don't think. Can you guys hear Leo? I don't think you can hear him. Yeah. The people that this is based. Sorry, did you say something? Yeah, we weren't. 
here in you. Oh dear. So where did you, where... you you said it was the gate of righteousness and then we just didn't hear you after you said that. You were talking about the gate of righteousness. Yes. Okay. Did you okay? Did you hear me when I read Psalm 118? Yeah. Okay. So I was saying that it describes righteousness as a gate. Uh -huh. All right. Yes. Because this is this it is through right, it is through this gate that we enter. Because when you read, when you go back to read the Psalms that I read, it says, Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I will come in and praise the Lord. Right? And then it mm. says, This is the gate of the Lord. That is the gate of the Lord is the gate of righteousness, right? It says, through which the righteous shall enter. You understand? 21 says, I will praise you for you have answered me and have become my salvation. So I'm using that to explain that in, when it says open the gates, I'm saying that what it's trying to say is that in that day, this song, this song will be sung and He's saying that the, those who say we have a strong city, that the people that will be found in that strong city, which is called the city of the Lord. You know, after explaining all I explained, I said that in that time, the whole earth would be in panic, right? Because of the judgment of the Lord. But there will be this remnant, there will be this set of people who will not be shaken by what is happening. Instead, they will rejoice because their, 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 their savior is coming. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense, yes. So that's what he's saying. So I'm saying, it's not, when he says, we have a strong city, of course, the city of the Lord, Zion, mm -hmm. God will appoint, so he's telling you what will be as a defensive war it is of these people in that city that they are located in. It is salvation. Do you understand? And I said, whenever you see the salvation of the Lord, it's talking about Christ. That's the meaning of Yeshua, the meaning of Jesus. It means the salvation of God. I hope I'm making sense. I'm not confusing. Oh, no, it's making sense. Okay. So Christ is our, is, 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 um, how do I put this? Is like our ark. You understand? Like in the day of in the times of Noah, when the flood came, Noah and his family were inside the ark, even though the whole world was being destroyed, were they affected by it? Were they consumed by it? No. They no. were not consumed because they were inside. They yes. act. They were inside that strong city. Does does that make sense? Yes, so, that makes sense. That's what he's. That's what they're saying here. And what is now saying? Say God will appoint for that city salvation. Salvation will now be as a defensive wall. Then he says he's not trying to tell you the people that will be found and how they will enter that safe haven. 
says, open the gates. And I said, it's the gates of righteousness. So it describes righteousness at the gate. And who did how, who would the gate be open to? It says, those who keep the truth. The righteous nation that keeps the truth, isn't it? That's what it says there. If you read another translation, it will say, it will say the righteous that who keep faith. But I told you the righteousness that we're preaching is the righteousness by faith. Right? So um, let me open it quickly. Sorry. Uh, okay. okay. Another translation will say, open, let me see which, which translation will I use. Um, okay, let me read amplify. Open the gates. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Amplify says, open the gates that the righteous nation may enter, the one that remains faithful and trustworthy. Uh, Amplify Classic says, open the gates that the uncompromisingly righteous nation, which keeps her faith and her trust with God, may enter in. So, it's, again, it's trying to tell you the people that will be found inside that strong city in the day of the judgment of the Lord, of the Lord on the earth. Using, again, that's why I use the COVID period just to give us a, 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 a little understanding. Then it now says something in verse three and four. It says, you will keep, in perf- you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You will keep in perfect peace. Whose mind is staying in because he trusts you? Who wants to explain this to us? Or what's your understanding of this? Okay, I can I can share um what I got from this when yes. I stayed here. He's so let me see here. I think in in First Corinthians um two verse sixteen, it says mm. that um we we have a mind of Christ, right? Mm. And Scripture also tells us that we are transformed by the renewal of our mind. Mm. And so, if we have uh, a mind of Christ and our mind is stayed on him, we will have that perfect peace, right? And then scripture also says that, and I'm paraphrasing here, I could be wrong. It says he, he gives us peace, not as the word as the word gives us, right? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, in order for us to be um, at that place, it's for us to look at God, focus on God, like put our minds on him. And as a result of doing that, we're able to have that perfect peace um, he talks about. So we cannot be thinking about um, worldly things or earthly things or things that are contrary to the word of God. When our Mm -hmm. mind is focused on the world, we're not able to um, obtain the peace that um, 
he talks about in this um, in this verse. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So how do you how how would you now? Um, oh, by the way, you're 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 right on point. So how do you now? Um, how do you link it to? Um, what? So basically, you know, like is the writer is trying to is trying to um how do i put this he's trying to point us to a direction right trying to point us to a direction because of again that's why i gave that background so how would you link it to that direction i mean what you said like i said is on point in terms of you know that's how we're meant to we're supposed to keep our uh mind as he said right as he says your mind stayed on the lord and he whenever you do that you give you perfect peace i don't know if my question is clear yeah your, yeah your question, question is clear. okay we talked about covid so i'm gonna use covid as an example like you mentioned mm -hmm. previously like um you know it was a time where people were um quite unsure of what was going yeah. on in the world and you even mentioned that um uh people were even some people even committed suicide as a result of it people were yeah. just in a place of some people were uh depressed as a result of you know everything that's going on yeah. but um as believers right mm -hmm. if even before even before covid and in the midst of covid and in the midst of you know this chaotic world, because irrespective of our circumstances or things around us, because our mind is on God, because our mm -hmm. mind is on the things of God, in mm -hmm. the midst of chaos, we're able to find peace, which does not come from us, but comes from God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, thank you so much sharing that so yes the as you said even before covid as believers right we're meant to have been we're meant to have been built quote unquote like we're meant to have been building the ark does that make sense we're meant to have been building the ark yes yes it's not the day of destruction that you start building the ark. No, you start building the ark long before it becomes your normal routine. So that when that day comes, it's not even anything that you do. It's based on it. What will speak for you is what you have been doing. So even if at that point in time, you know, again, it's just based on the mercy of God. But in that final day, like I said, COVID was just. You know, of course, it was not, and it was just a, a, a little shaking. When that final day, it will be late for people to start trying to build trust at that point in time because it will not be possible because of things that happen. Right? So, this writer is saying it in the sense as 
you know, pointing us to a particular direction so that we begin to build the ark. We begin to, you know, fix our mind. It's giving us that information that the Lord will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. And another, another, um, another understanding of when he says, whose mind is stayed on him. When we think about it, we think, of course, we're thinking of, okay, set my gaze on the Lord, my heart upon the Lord, yes. But he's also talking about commitment. His commitment, he's talking about commitment. Because I think there's a, there's a, there is a translation that uses that. Let me see. Let me quickly check that. Yes. Amplify says, you will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is, in bracket, committed and focused on you in both inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. So it is the one who is committed, rooted. No, last week, I think it was last week we talked about rooted. Is rooted in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord, that their expectation is God. That their expectation is not any other thing but the Lord. That's a way of also, you know, fixing your gaze or putting your mind stayed on him is commitment because a lot of what you realize is many Christians are not committed to the Lord they're not committed if you get what I mean they're not committed to the Lord you know they can be with the Lord maybe because they want something to happen Right at this time, maybe Lord, let's deal with this, deal with this, this moment that thing is dealt with, they continue their life. Isn't it? Or it's time for marriage. Yeah. Or it's time to, yeah. you know, Lord, they pray, 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 pray. It might take one year, six months after that, or even two months. They, are, they start. So that kind of this thing will fail on that, might fail on that day. So it's, all, it's talking about commitment, complete commitment. It is this one, because it didn't just say peace. It said perfect peace. Perfect means complete. So if it's going to be complete peace, I think it's also going to be, com it, I think it's also going to require complete commitment. That makes sense. So that's what I believe he's also saying. So you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Why? Because he trusts in you. Again, takes me to, I always remember, anytime I hear trust in you, I, it always takes me to Jeremiah 17, verse 7. Jeremiah 17, verse 7, which, okay, let me see if I can share it here for everybody quickly. Can you guys see my screen? Yes, I can see your screen. Okay. So Jeremiah 17, verse 7. 
It says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope, hope is expectation. Whose hope is the Lord? For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots. That is, it takes root by the river. So it will always be nourished by the river. The river there, of course, represents God, taking root in God. And will not fear. You see that when the heat comes, heat there represents persecution, tribulation, difficult times. They will not fear. But its leaf will always be green. Leaf there, again, I think I've explained this before, but time will not permit me to really explain. Leaf there represents hope. Because it's talking about trust and hope. Talking about, it's trying to explain how the man who puts his trust in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. So trusting, taking root, his leaf will always be green. Green there represents alive. It will always be alive. It talks about life. So once you... The leaf is always green. It's a sign that, okay, they are alive. Because like I've said before um, here, that once a man loses hope, even though he's alive, he's finished. He's as good as dead. What keeps a man going every day is that there is a hope. If somebody's doing something, it's not working, you know, and he's still doing it because he has hope that, okay, if I continue one day, this thing will happen. This thing will happen. So it is hope that keeps the person still going. But if hope is dashed, the person is as if the, you know, if a man's hope is dashed, he's dead. Like I said, I've said before, that's what, again, that's what makes people even go forward to commit suicide because they believe that there is no hope. But a man who is rooted says his leaf will always be green. He will always be hopeful. His hope will always be dead because his hope is the Lord to always be nourished and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. So I wanted to just bring this up just to um, uh, further explain that point of, you know, trusting in the Lord. And it says that the next verse, let me quickly open this. Sorry. Uh, the next verse, as you can see on the screen, says, trust, so now he's not giving the advice, trust in the Lord forever. Be committed to the Lord forever. That's another word. Be committed to the Lord forever. For in Yah, the Lord is everlasting strength. So when we put our trust, confident trust in the Lord, there is strength in that place. And one of the strengths is revealed in the previous verse. It says it's perfect peace. Perfect peace. I don't think there's anything. <sighs> one of the two things that you can't beat in this life, not money cannot buy, is perfect peace. And joy. How many of you agree with me? If you have those two, even if you don't have, even if things are going around, once you have 
that those two, it's like nothing is happening. Right? Yeah. Yeah, true. Perfect peace mm -hmm. and joy. When things happen, you know, when shakings happen, the, the aim is to, is to destroy a person's peace and joy. And once a person loses their peace, they are able to do anything. Like they can, they, 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 they can, they can be manipulated. They can be, you know, um, yeah. It's a very discomforting feeling. You know, they can be manipulated in that state. Um, they can even, again, it can cause them to do so many things, act in the flesh or make the wrong decisions. But when the person's peace is intact, their joy is intact, doesn't matter what happens around that person, they, they would not be they would they, they would not be shaken. So trust in the Lord, be committed to the Lord forever in him is everlasting strength. Not just strength, but everlasting strength. Um Okay, verse 5, for he brings down those who dwell on high. Again, remember, this is a song. They are singing this song. He says on that day, this is the song that will be. Is this, is this song or song? Again, I get confused with that English. So this is a song that will be sung or song on that day. Verse 5, he will bring down those who dwell on high. Every high thing will come down. Every proud thing will come down. Um, verse 7. The way of the just is uprightness. Almost upright, you weigh the path of the just. Again, because of time, you know, that whole uh, distraction from Zoom and internet has wasted a lot of time. I would have really loved to really, really explain this. But the way of the just is uprightness. I would use a different translation just to show us what it's saying. Can we, can we see it? Amplified is saying the way of the righteous, those in right standing with God, living in moral and spiritual integrity is smooth and level. When something is upright, mm -hmm. that means it's straight. It's not crooked. So it's saying that the way of the righteous, the way of the just, which is the way of the righteous, is both straight and is also saying that is their conduct is straightforward, is honest. Do you understand? Integrity is also saying that their path will be straight, will be upright. Do we do we understand what I mean? Yeah. Yes. It's also saying that as well, because the Lord will make their way straight. Because they are straight or they are upright. Verse 8. Yes, in the way of your judgment, O Lord, we have waited for you. The desire of our soul is for your name and for the remembrance of you. So again, like I said, when he says, trust in the Lord forever, be committed to the Lord. I, was, I, I, I said that One's hope for one not to be affected in this time, one's hope has to be the Lord, not 
anything else, not even the things that the Lord can give. It has to be the Lord himself. You understand? Because every other thing will fall and fail. But only the Lord stands forever. The Lord and his word. So our hope is in the Lord and his word. Because those are the only, they are the only ones. They're the ones who were there from the, before the beginning, before all things, right? Yeah. So once anyone plugs in or puts their trust in that space, in that place, nothing shakes them because it's in a place that is eternal, that is in God and in his word. So that's why I said our desire, the desire of our soul is for your name, it's for the remembrance of you. Then verse 9, verse 9 says, with my soul I have desired you in the night. Yes, by my spirit within me, I will seek you early. This gives, okay, before I say anything, what was I, what, what is your understanding about this? Do you have any understanding of this, uh, of this verse? Any understanding of this verse? Anyone? Okay, I guess no one. So. I can try. Okay, go on. So, um, with my soul, I have, um, I think I can, I have an idea of what the, Verse nine is saying, I'm going to try. It says, with my soul, I have mm -hmm. desired you in the night. And mm -hmm. in the previous verse before this, it talks about the righteous and the and the upright and the just. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think it's in the, in, the, in the kingdom of God, there's a desire for um, his people or the, the just people. So people who are right standing with God to... Um, to love him and to also um, desire him. And I mm -hmm. think when I was reading that part specifically, it reminded me of one of um, David's Psalms in, I think it was Psalm 16, verses seven. And okay. I think he says that, I'm reading in the NIV, and I think he says that I will praise the Lord who counsels me, even at night, my heart instructs me to. So we talked about, you talked about being um, rooted in, in God, right? That if we're before this and that if we're rooted in Christ, regardless of what happens, we're able to have peace because our desire or because our, uh, we have a strong standing in the word of God, in God and mm. who he is. So mm. it also comes from um, having a relationship with God. And I think mm. scripture also says that we should meditate on his word day and night, which is what came to mind when I saw this, that if, okay. if it is my desire, um, okay. I'm also reminded of what we talked about faith, right? Scripture mm. says, um, 
without faith, it is impossible to please God. And you mm. said that faith is the revelation of the word of God. Is that mm. correct? And mm. so if, and I'm, and I understand before this, we talk about the righteous. I understand that I am made righteous um, through Jesus Christ, right? And that's how I am just. So if it is my strong desire to one, please God, I will seek of his, I will seek of his guidance. I will seek of his counsel. And mm. I think um, that's what this part is talking about. I think it's quite, it's quite broad because if you are meditating on the word of God day and night, mm. you're also mm. seeking counsel from him. And I think that's what it means when it says at night, because the psalm also says at night. So yes, yeah, yeah. So kind of it will it, it will propel your spirit to seek yes. him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes you yes um let me just add to what you said so it, when i read it right yes it, it kind of kind of gave me a a recipe for prayer for seeking god early so mm-hmm. it's seeking you early early it's talking about of course probably the early hours of the day. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because yes. that would be like the best time when your spirit is, you know, um, is very open. There's no distraction that from like two to like 5.30 or five. Mm-hmm. That space, that is like, there's a window open there. If you are able to, to uh, 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 take advantage of it, right? A lot can happen. But he tells us how he starts. He says, with my soul, I have desired you in the night. So, his soul. Remember, what is the soul made up of? The mind, your 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 will, will, emotions, Mm -hmm. your thoughts, your desires. So, basically, what he might be saying is, by my own will, like I, I... I desired you, right? Mm-hmm. It says with my soul, I have desired you. So it, it was by his own will, like you said. So his affections were set on the Lord, right? His mind mm-hmm. was set on the Lord in the night. His, 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 his thoughts were set on the Lord. His will, because he used his will now, his willpower, right? To seek the Lord. It was a, it was a, conscious decision you understand to desire the lord right at this point it's not telling you again i said it's a recipe for effective prayer in the early hours of the morning you understand yes because when you do this you it's like you are you are preparing your it's like you're preparing yourself for your spirit man to seek him to seek him early in the morning because you can choose to do another thing. You can choose to watch series mo- series movie before going to bed in the night. <laughs> Which now may you are not preparing to seek the Lord early. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the person might not wake up with the desire. The spirit man will be does that make sense? Will be down because mm-hmm. it was his flesh that ascended. Or that rose in the night. So, 
our flesh and spirit are, in, in, uh, uh, are contrary to each other, right? So, <laughs> but here he says, with my soul, I desire the Lord in the night. And then what was the result? Yes, by my spirits within me, I will seek you early. So that's why I said it's a recipe, right? I'm the one that I, I, I just, I found it. <laughs> it's a recipe for prayer, for effective prayer, which I have also found out it is true, right? The last things, it's important, the last things you do, if you, if you really want to, if you want to see God early in the morning, right? Prepare for it the night before. Make sense? Yes, true. Yes. Yeah. Prepare for it the night before. Mm -hmm. You know, let it be two hours before you sleep. Don't do any other thing apart from the things of the Lord. You understand? So you can pray, you can read the word, you can meditate, and let that be the way you went to bed. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That prepares your spirit man to seek him early. So I, I want that that was what came to women. I got this. Because when you do that, like you, you mentioned, you said if you, if you, um, how did you put it? If you your desires for the Lord, right? You want to yes. seek his counsel, want to seek his will, right? Now yes. you're seeking those things. Why? So that you can be equipped. Mm -hmm. to be able to do his will, right? To be yes. able to right to live righteous. And which now goes to the next line. It says, for when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. How? What are judgments? Judgments are the dealings of a judge. That's, that's, my own, that's, that's the definition I give, right? Are the dealings of a judge. Who's the judge we're talking about now? The Lord, right? So, yes. when the Lord deals with you, because how does judge how how does this judgment come into the earth? It is through His people, isn't it? It is through His people. So when the Lord deals with you, the effect of the Lord's dealings on your life, whether He's chastening, right? Whether He's is what. It will produce what? Righteousness. Does that make sense? It will produce righteousness okay. in you. And the righteousness that it produces in you, right? When you go forth and shine your light, that is what will shine forth to the inhabitants of the world. That is the people around you. I'm using it as an example of every believer. Does that make sense? Yes. So that is how, that's what he's saying. When your judgments are in the earth, how? Through his people, the dealings of the Lord. Then the inhabitants will learn righteousness. How will they learn righteousness? From the people of God, from their lives, because they have dealt with the Lord and their dealings with the Lord produce righteousness in them and they went forth to live it out among the inhabitants of the earth. And because of the, the, the lives of the people of God, people begin to learn right standing with God through their own lives. Just like the word, 
around uh, the world learned what was right when Jesus came into the scene. When Jesus came into the scene, the, the, the world learned, at least the world learned righteousness, isn't it? Through his life, through his works. That's when people knew, okay, this thing that the Pharisees were doing were not right. This one is right, isn't it? It was through his life. But because he had dealings with the Lord. Make sense? Yes. Okay. And then verse 10 is kind of straightforward. It says, let grace be shown. It shows us, you know, that even in it, um, okay, let me just read it first. Let grace be shown to the wicked, yet he will not learn righteousness. That is, in the land of uprightness, even in the land where the whole environment is filled with righteousness, the one who is wicked, because wickedness is from within. It's a foundational issue, it's a root issue. You understand? It reminds me of that thing Jesus said, that a battery cannot bear good fruit. And a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, right? But here we're talking about battery because it's a root problem. It's not a problem of environment. Put a good, put a good man amongst bad people or a battery amongst a bad environment. As long as the root is not affected, it will produce good fruit, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yes. Put a battery in a very good environment, no matter, let everything, you know, good atmosphere, as long as the root is corrupt, it will never produce good fruit. It will still produce bad fruit. That's what he's saying. He says, let grace be shown to the wicked. Yet, he will not still learn righteousness because it's a root problem. You see, you see it's a heart problem. And until he's addressed at that root level, doesn't matter even if he's giving grace, he will still be wicked. Grace for that person might be more time. It might be, oh, judgment has not yet come for his wickedness. But every grace, every opportunity, every grace for the wicked will be, in the sight of the wicked, will always be seen as more opportunity to do more wickedness. Do we agree? Yes. Yes. Because, again, it's a root issue. Yeah. So, uh, that is it for me concerning the scripture. But the, 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 the theme, that's why I started with the other um, chapters. The theme is... Around is is around verse um, three and four, with the understanding of what chapter twenty four and chapter twenty five is talking about the judgments of the Lord, and you know that day of the Lord that is coming, or the time of judgment, or the period which we are already in the end times. You know, those things are coming, and is pointing you take location in that strong city. Remember, I started off saying in that day, 
in the day when these things will be happening. Both the judgment of the earth and also the salvation of the Lord's people. This is the song that will be sung in the land of praise. So make sure you are found in the land of praise. And it tells us how in that strong city, Zion, make sure you are domiciled in Zion. Make sure you are living faithfully to the Lord now. You understand? It's still, I, I still try to point you to the things we discussed last week. Make sure you are moving forward in faith with the Lord. Make sure you are really building a, a real and tangible relationship with the Lord because the time is coming when, you understand, everything will be shaken. But those who are in that strong city, whose defensive walls is salvation, the salvation of the Lord, who is Christ, and its gates righteousness. Make sure one is living by faith, righteousness by faith. And if you're doing this, you will be in perfect peace because you have committed, you have, your mind is stayed on the Lord. You have committed your, your, your heart, your mind, your soul to the Lord. So you will not be shaken on that day or in that time. Does that make sense? So that's the theme of, I believe, of what all of this is pointing at and speaking to us today. So make sure you are building it. Make sure you are taking root in him because the day that it will matter is coming we don't know the day but it's coming so yeah i don't know if anyone has anything else they would want to say i hope that made sense for things Godwin Mensah. Yeah, that's my brother, by the way. Ah, you're yeah. welcome. You. You're very welcome. I'm glad to have you. So I hope that made sense. Um, so that is, um, again, just a, 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 a um, an admonition to us again to on what I talked about, what we talked about last week, you know. So, but yeah, anything, anything else from anyone before we just pray? Nothing, nothing for me. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's awesome. I hope it was understandable. Sorry today that your brother joined. There was that whole distraction and you know <laughs> from Zoom and my internet. Yeah, no worries. Okay. So let's just um 
there's nothing. Let's just thank God for his word. Every time we have the opportunity to um, look into his word, we receive light, we receive understanding, we receive, receive enlightenment. Bible says the entrance of his word bringeth light and understanding even to the simple. The entrance, once the word enters, it is able to give a simple mind wisdom, understanding, light, understanding. You know. So, Father, we thank you for the entrance of your word as we have accepted and we have received your word this evening. Thank you, Jesus for the things that you have told us, the things that you have ministered to us, even as we're speaking, the things that you are ministering to each person. Thank you, Jesus, for your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Thank you, almighty God, for your goodness. Thank you, Jesus, for each person here. Thank you, God, um, for that strong that you have created for your people. Lord Jesus, we ask that you help us. You help us, Lord, to fix our gaze on you, to, that our minds be in the name of Jesus. To walk in your righteousness, receive grace to continually, you know, move further in our walk with you to grow, to, to take root in you, in your word, that we pure in you, not in any other thing, that our trust will not be being a man or in a woman. Our trust to not be in the, even in the government of, or in the nation or in any other thing, but our trust will be in you, Lord Jesus, in your word. For as your scripture says, that they, some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we, we will remember the name of the Lord. Yes, because the Lord is, is a strong tower, the righteous run into it and they are safe. You are a refuge and our fortress. You are God and you will trust. Yes, you are eternal. You are, you are, you, you are, you were before the beginning and you will continue to be after the end. So nothing, nothing can shake you. So you are the best place to, to, to take root in. You are the best place to invest our souls in, to invest our lives in. So we help us, so Lord, to invest our life in you. You told your disciples, you told people that you preached, you said, you know, uh, 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 that we should, we should, uh, uh, how does he put it, our treasures in, in where uh, uh, moth and rust shall not affect it. And not on, the, uh, not on the earth, where it is uncertain, where it is unsure, where thieves can break in and steal, things can happen, it can be shaken on this weak foundation. In fact, on this earth that has no foundation, but help us, oh God, to be like Abraham, 
which was which was said of him in in Hebrews chapter eleven that he sought for a city with foundations whose builder is God. Yes, and that is that city, that great city of the heavenly Jerusalem. That's why your word says, trust, they that trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion that cannot be moved, that abides forever. Because the city was created by the one who abides forever and cannot be moved. Therefore, as that city is rooted in you, as we are in that city, we too shall not be shaken. Oh, help us, Lord, to take root in you. Help us, Lord Jesus, that we continue to grow in you, that we continue to to, to take root in you, we put our trust in you, we uh, that you will be our hope. And as we take root in you, nothing shakes us. That even in the time of the shakings, oh, we'll be secure. Our hearts will be secure in the name of Jesus. When the world says there is a casting down, we will say there is a lifting up. E cambrisco velija, abantos kebila bombre, jeto. Abantos Cabaria, Ibaria Cavambresco, Rapa Cajeto Pelide, Incabite Zezibo Cabima, Manta Libra Cisalia, Eco Cojata Caca, Abantos Cabambre, Ia Banteli, Aziba Borocovele, Rate, Aske Bononde, Rentu Seki Bacuna, Ayeco Veliba Cambre Cisalia Cojembe. Help us, Lord, even as we've heard your word to accept it. To it and to run with it to to take to 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 do as you want us to do and as we do this we are we 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 we, we become even like noah who was building the ark yes people around us might say these things is not that deep no it's the same thing they might have told noah why he was building the ark but he was building because he was moved by faith god had spoken and that substance of the word of God was formed in his heart. And he believed what he could not see, even beyond what he could see. Because he understood that the words were framed by the word of God. For the things which are seen were made from things which are The things which are seen were made from things which are unseen. Yes. Therefore, he held on to it and he kept walking. He kept building until the day that the rain came down. The floods, the gates, the flood gates of heaven opened. The subterranean, the subterranean deep gushed out waters. And the earth was surrounded, was filled with water. But at that point in time, it was too late for those who said, Oh, Noah, open the day, open the gate, open the door. For they had been building. And in that day, they were inside the ark. And the Bible says that Noah, eight of them were saved. Let that be our portion, oh God, in the name of Jesus. 
Knowing that in you is everlasting strength. In you is everlasting strength. You are the strength of our lives. Help us to make you the strength of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Oh, shante pele that even in the times now where nothing is happening, this is the time to start building. Oh, Sante Pele Kuvarati Sabambre, Jika Prande Sesiprende, that will move by faith to start building our relationship with you, our walk with you, building you, building comfort in you, taking deep roots in you. Oh, for the days coming when it shall, it will, it will, it will matter. And anyone who is not rooted in Zion shall be shaken, will be moved by the shaken. But they that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion that cannot be moved. Help us, Jesus. Help your people. Help your church. Help, your, help my brethren in the name of Jesus. Remove every distraction. Give us the grace to let go of things that we need to let go and to take on the things that we need to take. Give us the grace to do the things that you are leading us to do. Yes. We pray for the boldness. We pray for courage. We pray for strength. We pray for desire. We pray for a quickening by your spirit, quicken our minds, quicken our hearts, quicken our bodies, quicken our souls, oh God, quicken our spirit, man. Oh God, that we will be faithful to you even to the very end in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone here. I pray for even those who are not here. Lord Jesus, have mercy and grant us grace in the name of Jesus. Oh, help us that we fix our gaze on you, even in the times when it does not make sense, oh God. But let as long as our gaze is not, as long as we do not shift our gaze from you, oh God, we are fine, we are fine. Help us not to be distracted, maybe by, by, by opinions of people or by the way that people or situations around us. But regardless, we understand that you are with us. And as long as you're with us, if God be for us, who can be against us? As long as you are with us, as long as we are in you and you in us, that we are secure, that we are fine, we are secure. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This we pray, O oh God. This we pray, O oh God, help us. Help our hearts to be positioned always at the right, to take the right posture in you, Jesus. Thank you, O oh God. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Do you have any prayer points? No, not today. Nothing. Okay. Okay. So let me just. Uh...
wrap up the meeting. So, Father Lord, once again, we just say thank you for this wonderful time. Thank you, God, for everything that has happened, for the good and the bad. Thank you. Um, we bless your name. We give you all the praise. You are good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you for everyone who, um, who was present. Um, thank you, Jesus, for this time. Even as we go, go with each and every one of us. Let your presence be with us. Guide us. Help us that the word that we have received today shall not depart from our hearts. In the name of Jesus, as we go, you shall use it, you shall use it at the right time as, as a lamp unto our feet and as a light unto our path. And let your name be glorified in all that concerns us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Let's share the grace and fellowship. May the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, let us now forevermore. Amen. Amen. God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much.